When someone we love passes on, we're left looking for answers that seem far beyond our reach. Experience jaw-dropping validations as Oklahoma medium Jacqueline Brooke uses her gift of mediumship to bridge the gap between you and your loved one. Go to JacquelineBrooke.com to get your answers today. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, Welcome to Soul Shine down, Radio with your host, Oklahoma medium, Jacqueline Brooke. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here on this wonderful Saturday. It's been a little windy down here in Oklahoma, but there's nothing wrong with a little wind. The weather's been really nice. So, um, you know, it, it's really, um, it's really interesting, like coming into the new year and, uh, just focusing on like new beginnings and stuff. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always go as you envisioned or as you imagined it. And, you know, sometimes there can be a little bit of negativity. I keep seeing posts on Facebook about people starting off this new year, you know, a little rough. And I think what people have to come in into mind and remember is the fact that you know, as you end a, a decade, you know, you are ending a, a total of 10 years. And so everything that you held on to, you know, may, may, may still just be kind of cleansing its way out. So as you begin a new beginning, you know, you're still cleaning up all of the stagnant energy that was sort of left behind, you know, and people are so worried and so scared that, as they go into this new year with a bumpy start or a bumpy ending, um, they 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 begin to focus on that negative part, and they begin to allow fear to set in. Of oh my gosh, this is going to be a terrible year. Well, if you allow yourself to get stuck into that thought process, you know that's exactly what you're going to get out of the year. If you if you focus and you hold on to that fear and that negativity, um, you can actually create even more negativity, you know, with that. You you really have to just clean out whatever nasty energy you've experienced from the year prior and focusing on the positive, you know. Not everything's going to go your way, but it everything is happening for a reason and the universe should be, you know, blessing you, not not working against you. It should be working with you. And a lot of people, you know, they, they tend to forget that. Any questions, Frosty? No, it's just good to good to hear from you. And so the year should work with you is what you're, what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. You work with the, the universe, the year, not against it. Yes, the year should work with you. And if you keep holding on to, you know, the past year or the past years, and you're holding on to all that negativity that um, was accumulated throughout that time, that's ultimately what you're going to get. You really want to, you know, have that experience. You know, say this year ended or this last year ended really rough and it began really rough, you know, you you got to smooth out the tracks. Envision just 
driving down a bumpy road, and then as that road is smoothing out, it turns into pavement, you know, and you're we're kind of on that bumpier end. And so you, you really have to ride it out and show appreciation, even if it's something that you didn't envision or you didn't appreciate yourself. You know, you still got to show gratitude for the situation because um, that situation is taking place. Um, it's taking place for a reason and it's happening for a reason. Like, for example, you know, I've gotten well over a hundred and something five-star reviews. Well, for the first time in a very, very, very long time, I had a client, you know, start off the year. My very first review of the year starts off as a bad review. Um, leaving the session, they seemed, you know, very, very pleased. Well, you know, then, um, their spouse is the one who actually left the review and, you know, kind of hurts your ego. It kind of hurts your feelings a little bit whenever somebody, you know, is displeased with your service and, you know, you may not have, um, lived up to their expectations, but that doesn't make me, you know, a terrible medium or a terrible life coach, or that doesn't mean that I'm bad at what I do. You know, I, if, if I were to take on to that, that bad review and I were to hold on to it and I were to live up to that bad review, then, you know, I, I would just be stooping to a low point and not giving myself the benefit of the doubt of, hey, you've got over a hundred five stars, you know, more people love you than, than they hate you and you can't help them all. You know, coming to terms with that and acceptance, you know, the only thing I can do is just give somebody a refund if they're not happy, you know, with my service and just try to do the right thing, make, turn a wrong situation into a right situation. And, but if you notice, I'm the one who's in control of that. And I'm in control on whether or not I receive the negative energy. I can, I can take the com the comment, but I'm making a choice on whether I want to tune into that frequency or not. Because the moment I choose to tune into that frequency, in that moment, I'm going to feel terrible about myself. I'm not going to feel good enough. I'm not going to feel worthy. I'm going to feel, you know, unmotivated, unappreciated, and unvalued. But if I choose not to tune into that frequency and say, you know what, I'm going to learn from this experience, you know, if there was something, you know, that was faulty on my end or whatever it is that they weren't happy with, you know, I can do something and try to make it right and treat it how I would anybody, you know, and, and be nice and, and treat that person with kindness. You know, it, it's, it's all about how you react to things or don't react or giving things your energy that you don't need to give your energy to. And instead focusing on how can I learn from this opportunity in a situation where, you know, my business is my life. Um, whatever situation, anybody out there, all of our listeners, you know, whatever it is that you're going through, you know, it, it's all about your choices. You know, when somebody hurts your feelings or you get criticized by something or, you know, things go really wrong, you have unexpected bills that come out. Um, you have a choice on how you react to that, and it and in that choice is what gives you power. You, if if you allow somebody else or a situation or an obstacle to control you, you know 
you'll never be in control of the situation, and therefore you'll never be in control of your own life and your own happiness. And it's all about taking a step back, taking a breather, saying, how can I resolve whatever it is going on in my life? Do I need, you know, to work a little harder? Should I, you know, tithe more? What is it that you need to do to fix that problem? And so, you know, you, you have to treat it how you would a child. If a child is sitting there crying, you're not going to, or I hope you're not going to leave that child sitting there crying um, and unattended to. If the if if the child needs their diaper changed because they, they crap in their, in their diaper, you know, nobody wants to change that, but you're going to because it's something that you have to do. It's something that needs to be done. And so, you know, Putting a clean diaper on, it's a new situation. And it's all about your reaction and the actions that you take or non-actions that you take. I could just sit back. I I could choose to allow receiving a a very negative review. I could could choose to receive that kind of energy. Uh, I I could choose to accept that into my heart, but I'm not choosing to. Because, you know, I know that what I do is good. I know that my intention is to help others cope and deal with grief and also heal their soul and understand, you know, that there's more to this life than just living and dying. Like, like your soul matters, and that's ultimately my biggest goal. And, you know, not everybody is... um ready to hear what I have to say or not everybody um leaves their expectations at the door when they come to view me they they come to me and they expect one thing and spirit has another plan for them you know they they have other things that they need to hear um versus the things that they want to hear and so you know that that can be you know a little tricky um dealing with some people, but I'm not going to choose because I don't want a wave of those kinds of clients. You know, I don't, I, if I choose that, I'm opening a possibility of opening a door of getting clients that I just can't please, you know? Right. So, and that's not a door that I want to open. And, you know, I want people who, who are loving and accepting and, you know, willing to hear and willing to make changes that they need in their life. Um, because a lot of times spirits do give a lot of life guidance. They they see the dark things that are going on and the weights that we're holding, um, you know, and the burdens that we carry, and they want to help remove those. And so, you know, I may have a session and, you know, spirit may talk about a cocaine addiction or spirit may talk about a sex addiction. Or spirits may talk about, you know, the fact that my client can't even get out of bed, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Um, It's it's a a wide variety of things. And each client is, you know, has their own differences. Some, you know, may be wanting a divorce. Some may be being beat, you know, and abused. Some may be stuck in in a mentally abusive relationship. And spirits see those things. And what spirit wants to do is spirit wants to help you 
understand that this is not your forever because a lot of these people, what they're doing is they're allowing those situations to completely control them. And that's where the problem lies, is the fact that these people allow their situations to control them and they don't control the situation. And that's where so many people go wrong. You know, if I were to take a wrong a wrong route, it would be allowing this person and their opinion to control me and what I do and, you know, how I feel about myself. And, you know, that's just one of the things where it, it, it could have been handled so much differently. I never got a message. I never got, um, you know, an email or anything. I never got any any form of contact from said person. And, you know, if... They just went if straight they to Facebook? That, and just started yeah, they writing just went reviews? Straight, yeah, they just went straight to a review. And they had my number. They they could have, you know, called me and said, hey, we weren't happy with the session. And I would have been, you know, more than happy to sit and say, okay, you know what? I'm sorry you weren't happy. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you a refund or, or something because I'm not that type of person that if, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit and say, oh, you know, too bad, you're SOL. You know, I, that's not me. And not only that, but I did end up being very late to the appointment because I did get stuck in traffic. And um, that was a whole nother story. And so maybe I should have issued the refund right then and there. But, you know, um, they it would have been per- nice for them to talk to you first. Well, and, and he personally seemed very pleased with it. But, you know, there may have been a couple of things where, I was off or I was misinterpreting, but, you know, it's one of those things that I'm not going to be perfect and I have to be kind to myself in this situation. Being kind to yourself is what really gives you power in a situation. And, you know, it's one of those things where stooping to a lower vibration and stooping to a lower energy, that is not going to bring you peace. Honestly, it, it's not. If you allow that energy and allow uh, allow the negativity to control you or make you feel a certain way about yourself, if, if you give that power over you, you know, you're done for. You know, you're going to make yourself miserable. And that's where this 2020, you know, just because a tiff or a rift happens right off the bat, do not, it's an opportunity to, um, not give it power, not allowing that negative force to control you, whatever it is, whether it be, you know, your car breaking down on the side of the road, your mom ending up in the hospital, you know, losing your pet, um, bills, extra bills coming out all at once, whatever it is that's going on, you know, you have to remember, don't allow that to control you because the moment you can allow it to control you, you lose. That's a, and it's just a, it's an energetic thing. It's the law of attraction. It's a karmic energy. And people get so confused with the word karma. They think, they think karma means, oh, a punishment. Well, no, karma is just an energetic law of attraction. And people, people are afraid to see that, you know, if, if I tune into a negative frequency, I'm going to have a negative charge. 
you don't want that negative charge. You want a positive charge. You don't have to tune into negative energy. Is basically what I'm saying. So, and so hey, I want to I want to dig in that for a second. So that's how karma works. Uh, essentially, it, it's a you know you give positive, you get positive, but that doesn't mean like you know obstacles can't happen in your life, right? You know, obstacles are going to happen in everybody's lives because that gives somebody an opportunity to, um, that gives someone an opportunity to make a change or make a difference or have a positive influence on someone else's life or their own life and really, you know, bringing a lot of positivity to the table, you have an opportunity. And when you can begin to see your opportunities through your obstacles, you know, that's whenever light begins to shine. Yeah, something may happen and it may upset you, but how you react to it and how you allow, like if you allow or don't allow, it to control you that that's ultimately up to you we have a choice just like you have a choice to either lay in bed all day or get up and take a shower and get ready for the day and be productive same thing you have a choice you have a choice uh to go brush your teeth in the morning you know you you most of us go and make that choice um to brush your teeth but then you know there are people who choose not to you know and then there's consequences for that. You know, at, at, at the end, it takes time. And if, if you notice, um, I'm going to use teeth brushing as an example because I was needing to schedule a dentist appointment. Uh-oh. Um, so, you know, if, if someone chooses to wake up and not brush their teeth, there's going to end up being consequences. But same thing, you know, like whenever I wake up and I brush my teeth every morning, that's the first thing I do when I wake up because I don't like to taste the morning breath. So I go and I brush my teeth, but still, you know, sometimes some people like me go and they go to the dentist and they have a cavity, you know, even though I am doing the good things, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not going to get a cavity, but it, it means I'm doing things to take care of myself. And it's a different energetic frequency than if I, you know, were to choose not to brush my teeth and then go to the dentist and discover that I have 10 cavities, you know what I'm saying? And so it's that choice and there's a reaction that happens based off of those choices that you make. And so one can be, you know, if you're a procrastinator and you just keep putting and putting and putting things off, just envision, you know, you you do it and then it's, you get a positive feedback. But then if you keep procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating, it sets you back and it causes delays. And therefore, you know, whenever you finally finish, you know, it may have been too late and you may have missed a deadline or you may have missed an opportunity. But that's whenever a new opportunity takes place, a new life lesson takes place. And so like death or endings or obstacles or whatever is really almost like a beginning for somebody if you allow it to be. So, you know, that, that's like really good. For, that's a, that's and, a, that's and, a really and you know, good way. Well, and you may hit rock bottom, but then that gives you an opportunity for a new beginning. Same thing with the end of the year. You know, this is a new beginning for people to react differently to their obstacles and everything going, quote, wrong. 
you know, with their new year, all the crazy energy that's coming out and just surfacing. It's almost like, you know, almost like the last bit of ice cream, you know, you want to scrape it out of the bowl. And so that's like it, at the end of the year and going into the beginning, it's that last bit of chaos, you know, all of that chaos that had built out, it's just removing that remaining bit of chaos. And so, but it gives us a new clean slate. And so, you know, you take those obstacles, you take, and you turn them into opportunities. That's exactly what is going to bring more positivity to your new year, is focusing on that positive, focusing on the shift, and focusing on allowing yourself um, emotional freedom. I gotcha. I've just never heard karma explained that way. Like that, that, that was really good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, most people think karma is some form of punishment, and it's not. It's just, it's a, it's a law of attraction. If you're putting out positive, you know, you're most likely going to get positive. You know, I could even brush my teeth every day and go to the dentist and, you know, get a gold star but for no cavities <laughs> and appraised on that. You know, but that doesn't mean that I... Guaranteed. It doesn't say that it will happen. Yeah, it doesn't mean that it will happen. And so, you know, you you just you try to do the right thing, and you try to shift your energy just as positive as you possibly can. I gotcha. That that that's good. That's a good way to do it. So, have you had any? Do you have any like big New Year goals? For me, personally, honestly, I didn't really write down very many goals. What what I decided to do was I was just going to focus on setting an intention to be the best I can be and, you know, be on the highest vibration that I can be on and really just focusing on shifting my own energy so that I can shift other people's energy. So, right, I got you. So it's just try your best and stay positive. Yes, I mean, it, essentially. It, it's sim- like the thing is, like the more you talk about this stuff, like you, you come up with these fantastic ways to explain it. It's always just the simplest thing, too. It's just try to stay positive and generally good, better, you know, more good things will happen and do your best at stuff. And like once you have those yes. two things, everything goes pretty well. Yes. Exactly. And, you know, really just focusing on just being the best version of yourself and just happiness, focusing on good energy, attracting positive, not attracting things, you know, that you don't necessarily want. And, you know, if they do pop up, setting an intention to see an opportunity in an obstacle, you know, and and getting positive energy from that. You know, and ultimately, the goal is happiness. So, and I think that's what everybody wants. I, I think everybody would like to be happy or think that they're happy. And, you know, ultimately, that comes in a form of speaking your own truth and, you know, healing the wounds that you need healed and really just loving yourself enough to tend to your own self needs. And, you know, putting a little work in and time and effort and 
you know, making sure that you stay consistent. That's another thing. And that's one thing that I struggle with is consistency, like with meditations and things like that. So um, I do I do struggle with the consistency part. Um, so I agree no, with you, though. I think I think that's the thing everybody misses, and that's that's something I pick up just from you doing these shows all the time. Is like, if you want to be happy, it takes work. It like that's yeah. If people are sad a lot of times because they like there's things they can't control or that they just they don't. Well, it's because they're allowing everything else to control them, and so that creates a dissatisfaction in life. You know, when everything else controls you and you're not in control of your own life but yet you have allowed everything else to control you. And that's where it creates a discontentment in life and feeling unfulfilled because you're just too afraid to let go of something or someone or a place or a thing that's no longer serving you. A lot of, a lot of times you see that with a lot of people where they're afraid to let go and try something new or or follow their heart because they're afraid to get hurt and that negative um that negative thought process you know creates even more negativity because then they either stay and they get stuck in life and in the same um same routine or same pattern and it's a cycle like you see a lot of it with um relationships like a mentally abusive, physically abusive, things like that. And, you know, if someone gets into a relationship, then they finally walk out and then they get into another one, same pattern. And that's because they're afraid of something. They're afraid of seeing their own self-worth and they're afraid of feeling good. And so then they create all of this negativity and a negative self-worth comes out because they allow these other people to control them and they they allow the situations to control them and they get caught in the same patterns over and over and over again until they decide that they want to see their own self-worth and that they're going to stop and I can't make somebody stop you know you can't make someone stop they have to realize that on their own you know I can be an inspiration to somebody I can help them realize that but they have to be willing to do the work on their own. We'll be right back. When someone we love passes on, we're left looking for answers that seem far beyond our reach. Experience jaw-dropping validations as Oklahoma medium Jacqueline Brooke uses her gift of mediumship to bridge the gap between you and your loved one. Go to JacquelineBrooke.com to get your answers today. 
As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Welcome back to Soul Shine Radio with your host, Oklahoma medium Jacqueline Brooke. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so happy to be here on this wonderful Saturday. We've been talking about the new year and how to raise, you know, or not raise the vibration, but more so focus on how to see opportunities in whatever obstacles life throws you. And, you know, that is, it it can be hard to do for some people, you know, even people like me who do channel this kind of information, I, you know, tend to forget myself, you know, when a situation occurs, you know, I have to constantly remind myself, okay, you know, this is just a small obstacle, you know, but there's an opportunity for growth here. What can I learn from this experience? How can I grow spiritually? And how can I learn, you know, learn differently from this experience? And that is one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with because they get involved into the experience. And they get involved, they allow their emotions to control them, whether that be anger, sadness, hostility, um, you know, resentment, anything, negative jealousy. And they have these opportunities to let those negative emotions go, but they choose to listen to those negative emotions. And so one way to really, really help drive out those negative thoughts that come up you know if someone for example pisses you off and you just want to curse them out or you think you ever get in those moments where you're like i really want to smack you right now oh yeah and uh you know just those negative emotions that you're not reacting but then you get even you allow that anger to just accumulate over time and you store it in this little anger store box box and you know the next time you get angry at said person you end up blowing up in their face for all this past anger and resentment that you've held against them and you allow these negative emotions to build up and then it ends up you know blowing up in your face and it's not good for either one of you it turns into a toxic situation and so one really good way to really work on forgiving those emotions that you have. And I choose the word forgive because forgiveness is really essential in this part where you have to forgive that other person and you have to forgive yourself or you have to forgive that situation and forgive yourself for feeling the negative way that you felt. And understanding, you know, you're human, you get negative emotions. We that that's why we're human. We we have these experiences for learning and growing. Um but we're not growing unless we we recognize them. And so learning how to forgive yourself and really one way that I personally like to do it is I like meditation. I like to sit there and I like to allow myself to feel this emotion. And then it turns into like a little puzzle piece for me. It's kind of like Sudoku of emotions. And I like to figure out, well, where did this stem from? Okay. And then I like to go back to this experience. And then I like to feel everything that I felt in this experience. And then I like to go back a little further and say, okay, well, where did I feel this way 
before that because I feel like this is a familiar emotion. And so then I like to see how far back I can personally go to track down this emotion that I'm feeling or this thought that I'm feeling. And I like to go to the original um, experience if I can get to that original experience. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like a, a little string attached um, or, oh, what are those things called? You know, you know those deals that uh, play those old films? Oh, and um, uh, like a film reel. Yes, like a reel of film. And it's like, you know, playing through and on this reel of film, a film is every time I got this form of jealousy, you know? And so this alignment of that energetic pattern, I like to play back every moment that I felt that way. And then I like to see if I can go back to the original moment that that emotion erupted inside of me. And I like to see if I can heal it. And that's ultimately how you really learn to resolve your issues is if you go within yourself. And if you take um, take it in a visual standpoint of looking at, okay, where did this begin? And I want to end it right now. You know, and, you know, if, if it, it, this gives you an opportunity, you know, anger things like that. When was the first time you ever felt anger, you know, at somebody? Or if it was um, trauma, when was the first time you ever experienced this kind of trauma? And go back to that moment and you have to heal that original stem. Because if you just do the surface work, that's not going to get you anywhere. You have to go to the original source and you have to work on healing that source and set your intentions and sending loving positive energy and then you look at from this point on if you ever feel that way you have to stop it right then and there and you have to heal it and give yourself um needs that you need tended to and you know you you have to stop and you have to heal and you have to forgive right off the bat and so that's really how you you begin to shift your that's really how you begin to shift um obstacles to opportunities because it's not just easy said than done it it, it it takes work and it's an every single day thing kind of like um so I, I got a brand new 2019 car and you know the lights on it are led lights and so i notice whenever i'm driving down the road and I get, and it's dark outside, I get flashed a lot more because my lights are very bright. And I'm telling you, you could see like a mile down the road with my lights. So, um, you know, I get flashed a lot. And I remember one time I was driving down the road and I had two people flash me like back to back. And I hurried up. I was like, I got to get him back. And so I like flashed them like last second. Oh, I've done that. And, you know, it, it was vindictive. It was, you know, I was like, I've got to get them back like those muscles, you know, and, and focusing on on that energy. And I, I tuned into the negative frequency of it. And I, I got, I ended up doing a negative reaction. And I, I acted based on that. And then I had this voice in my head sit and say, you know, you didn't have to do that. And I was like, Oh, you know, no, go away. I want to feed my ego right now. Like, that was justified. And then I kept hearing, 
you know you didn't have to do that. You don't have to do that back to them. And so then, you know, the next time I'm driving and I'm sitting there, you know, thinking and I get flashed again and I, I really refrain from flashing them back. So I got to thinking about what it was, you know, with that voice and why I wasn't supposed to do that. And so I started med like I was in a meditative thought process and I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's the energy that I had behind it. Because if I were to just, you know, flash some my lights at somebody to let them know, hey, you know, you're causing a dangerous situation. My lights are just really bright right now. Please don't flash me. And I put that intention into flashing them back. And that's a completely different situation. It completely and utterly changes the entire situation. But if I'm just doing it just to get them back because they did it to me, that's just a negative situation. So you've got the negative and then you've got the positive. It's kind of like, um, what do they call that? Like a a dual universe type like type a, Like process. a yin-yang thing. Yes, it's like the same thing, but one is bad and one is good, you right, know? Right, right. And so it, it, it involves the energy that you put behind it. And that is why your energy and your thoughts and your emotions are so powerful. Oh. Because it can literally change an entire situation. One thing I wanted to add to that, when you were talking about uh, how when you'd meditate and you'd go back and look at all the situations you're in that made you, like, you know, feel whatever negative emotions you had, that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's like, a huge part of what people go to therapy for in general. Like, when you go to, like, get over something or, you know, fix your problems or if you're having mental issues, anything like that, if you go to therapy, that's one of the first things they tell you is, like, I, I guess the layman term is, like, find your triggers. Like, this is what caused this, and, you know, this is what you look for. And they go all the way back to, like, the first time you had it and work your way up. Yeah, exactly. And that that's exactly what you have to do. You You have to go back to the original point of you feeling the way you felt in order to stop feeling that way again. You have to know what caused it. Because it, it's... Okay, so say, you know, I go back to that original point, but I decide not to heal it. I'm susceptible to feeling that way again and allowing that emotion to control me once again. So like jealousy, for example, if I go back to the original time where I originally first felt jealousy, but I don't heal it. When the next time I felt jealous, because I am, it is going to be an emotion that comes up, but I'm also not going to have control over it if I don't heal it. So if I go back and I feel that original standpoint and heal that energy, the next time I'm in a situation that would trigger me to feel jealous, I'm going to have control because I'm going to have a choice. I'm I'm going to be more consciously aware of my feelings and I'm going to be consciously aware of saying, no, I don't want to feel that way again because that led to this situation and that situation and then this scenario. And then that ended up here, you know, but I show gratitude for all of those experiences because now I'm where I stand today and where I stand today is good. 
It, it's like that shift and in mindset. Process. That is the thought process that you have to have. I, this happened, and I stand here today, and where I stand today is good. Regret is a waste of time, honestly. It is. But that doesn't mean that those things didn't happen. You know, you just go back and you heal, and it's almost like reprogramming yourself. And so the next time you're in a situation, kind of like with me um, getting angry about someone flashing me, now that I've healed... Ooh, Jacqueline, you still with me? Uh Uh-oh. But he flashes me. I think about it. Is this worth flashing them back? Is this, you know, um, an opportunity where I can, you know, warn them, you know, hey, don't don't be flashing me. It's unsafe. Now I'm very um, aware over the energy that I put into it now that I corrected the other energy. I gotcha. So it, it all just goes back to, you know, you have this experience and you can take it one way or you can take it another way. And if you take, exactly. the, if you take the positive route, everything, you know, it's a gift rather than a, a terrible time. Yes, it is. And it makes your life overall better. And, you know, one of the things is, is, you know, when you heal emotional trauma and you, you try to heal yourself as much as you can, it can be a scary journey because, you know, when you're going and you're dealing with yourself, you have so much stuff stored from years of trauma that can be really scary to face. And it's like you get through one layer and then there's another layer and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this about myself. And then you work through that layer and then another major layer comes out and it's a new, a new form of trauma and a new experience and a new emotion that is, has always been there. It's just not as noticeable because it's been buried for so long. And so that's why people are so apprehensive to therapy, but it really benefits, you know, oneself because it it allows you or even just self, you know, meditating and doing this stuff. Now, if you feel, I, I always say, I'm not a medical professional. So if you do feel you need to go see a therapist or a medical professional, um, you need to go um, if your thoughts are getting out of hand um, or absurd. But, you know, realizing that it all, all negative thoughts stem from something, something you've learned, something that happened, some traumatic experience, whether you were an infant or whether you were, you know, 27 years old or even 60, you know, all negative emotions stem from something and rooting down to the cause of it gives you an opportunity to next time you experience something that triggers you, you're no longer triggered by that or you can choose not to be triggered. And, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I prefer to take the high road in things because it makes me feel better overall. But Jacqueline, and it's so hard. It's so hard to take the high road all the time. It, it can be very hard to take the high road. But, you know, at, at times, the ego is not worth feeding. It's not worth it. You know, we all have an ego, but it, it's not worth feeding. And 
ultimately it causes you even more obstacles to experience in life. And But those obstacles are also opportunities, but they turn into obstacles the moment you choose them to be obstacles. It's either obstacle or opportunity. Nothing in between. You choose the obstacle or you choose the opportunity. And that's all there is to it. It's black or white. You know, but in order to unsee the obstacle of it or be able to unsee, you have to go to the root cause of why this is an obstacle in your life. Why does this make you feel the emotion it makes you feel? What is the original standpoint of you feeling this certain way? What caused this? And, you know, some people can't go all the way back to the original, but you can go a good ways back enough, you know, to to inflict healing on on the emotion and on the wound. And, you know, what too many people do, if, if, if I, okay, we'll put you, if I were to ask you, if you sliced your arm all the way open, okay, what would you do? What would, what is the first thing that you would do? I guess wrap it up, and then like that'd be the first thing. Would be do something to keep it from. I'm bleeding? talking gashing, gashing wound. Oh, like this is just like the biggest, craziest thing. Break. Okay, break your arm. What's the first thing you do when you break your arm? <laughs> Scream. <laughs> Yeah, but then what's the action that you do? Uh, you go you go to the doctor and you get help. Right. You you try to start you you instantly start to fix it. Whether you wrap it up, whether you put ice on it, you immediately tend to it. Correct? Correct. That's exactly how your emotional wounds should be. If you feel anger in that moment, you need to tend to that anger and you need to figure out what is it that you need resolved here. Don't focus on anybody else. Don't focus on a resolution of if if my husband would just stop going to the casino or if he would just stop talking to other women or, or if he would just, you know, just stop leaving his socks over, that would solve my problem. No, it wouldn't because that anger, you have felt that kind of anger prior to even meeting him. At some point in your life, you have felt angry. And you felt that way prior. This is a, uh, something that you have to deal with in yourself. What somebody else does or doesn't do is not going to have any effect on your healing. Yeah, someone else can make you angry or do something that would, I'm going to word it this way, someone else can do something that would make you angry. Keyword, would. But in that moment, that little like microsecond in between their action and your emotion, you're making a choice. Little tiny microsecond. There is um, a choice in between their action and your emotion. And if you choose anger just right off the bat, that anger that you chose to fall into is something that stemmed from within yourself. Because if you're first reacting to something 
off of anger. That that um, emotion is stemmed from deep within because that microsecond between their action and your emotion is only found within yourself. That switch, that button, either it's a big, bright, bright green button or it's a tiny little bitty button of happiness, you know. Whichever button you push first, you know, it's like a, it's an automatic response. Mm-hmm. If you're choosing the anger, you know, that's something within that you have to deal with. You can't focus and allow other people to control you. And that's what you're doing in that microsecond. You're choosing anger and then control or lack of control. It just seems like it, the only, I mean, it's all, that's super good advice for anything. Like, I, I totally get that. It's just, it feels like such a monumental task, doesn't it? It is if you make it. It is if you make it. If you, if you want to change, you're going to change. You're going to do the things and the baby steps. But you also have to be nice to yourself during this time. You have to be kind to yourself and understand, okay, you know what? I got angry today. I'm going to have another opportunity to fix this. You know, and you can't beat yourself up just because your impulse during that microsecond pushes the big green button versus the little tiny gold happiness button. It just automatically hits that green button. You're going to make mistakes. It's about being kind to yourself and not giving up. Not giving up in those moments where you view yourself as failing, but really you're just giving yourself another opportunity to hit that reset button and to heal. And you're giving yourself an opportunity. Okay. I got angry. I really got angry. and This emotion controlled me. Okay. Maybe I didn't go deep enough in my meditation. Maybe I didn't go farther enough in my own emotions. Maybe I didn't have um, a deep enough experience on the inside to give me enough control over this choice that I'm making. And so therefore your anger just turns in your, what you consider a failure turns into um, a tool used to succeed. And so that is why that's so important is to being kind to yourself. Even if you feel that you failed, don't sit and think, Oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Say, Oh my gosh, I just gave myself a tool another opportunity to succeed. And that's the thought process that you have to have. Even in the times where you you aren't listening, you know, to the higher higher self, where you're not listening to the thoughts within you, you have to give yourself that opportunity. All right, Jacqueline, it's time to go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads, take me home.